Warning! The following episode depicts scenes of simulated roleplay violence intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Gregor walks down the creaky basement stairs and hears a voice from the other side of the room. Who's out there? <sighs> uh, of course it's fucking guarded. Uh, it's, it's just Drager. Drager sees two guards sitting on opposite sides of the table in a dimly lit room. One is wearing an army jacket, the other has a silver nose ring. Upon the table is the bomb. It looks like an organized mess of wires, tubes, canisters, and LED displays. There's also an impressive-looking gun, an Ingram Valiant, next to the bomb. The guards watch Drager as he approaches. What are you doing down here? Oh, I wanted to see if you guys wanted any drinks or nothing. Are you thirsty? No, we're good. Drager, try chatting them up about the bomb so that you can get close to it. I walk over to the gun on the table... This is a really nice weapon, you guys. Where'd you... where'd you find this? We found it at the job. Considered it a little bonus. This thing is really clean, too. Did... what... did you steal it? Did you get it off of somebody? Did you fire this at all? It was right by the explosives, so we decided, hey, we're here anyways. Might as well take it. Boss wanted it down here so he can do whatever he wants to do with it. I don't know. What's the make and model of this thing? It's an Ingram Valiant light machine gun. Got a shock pad, laser light, silencer, and a barrel-mounted gas vent 2 system. It's a fragging work of art. As I'm chatting about the gun, I pick it up off the table. Yeah, check it out. It's unloaded. Has what's taking so long? They seem to be discussing a gun that's on the table down there. I'm not sure what his angle is. I feel useless just sitting out here like this. Should we go in there? No. Sit tight. It's the smart thing to do. Alright. So what brings you down here anyways, Drager? Alright. I just wanted to see the stash and see what all the hubbub was about. Why are you guys stuck on guard duty? Boss just wanted us down here. Didn't want anyone touching the bomb. Well, you know, if, if you guys wanted to go upstairs and party for a while, I can... I mean, aren't you bored? You gotta be bored. Boss said we stay down here. We stay down here. I have the gun in my hands. I'm going to walk around closer to the bomb. You like that gun, don't you? I drop the gun on the floor. I fumble with it dramatically and it clatters under the ground. Whoa, jeez, watch it, Butterfingers. What are you doing? Oh, dang it. I'm sorry. I know, it's a, it's a, it's a valuable piece. My bad. Well, pick it up, man. Put it back on the table. Sorry, guys. Uh, all right. I pull my knife out of my sheath, and I attempt to stab the guy that's closest to me in the throat. Drager's cyber arm activates in a blur. A fountain of blood sprays Drager and the other guard. Army jacket falls dead to the floor. What the f- I draw the Uzi out of my holster with my offhand and to start falling and shooting at the same time. 
The guard's panicked movements get him out of the way of the bullet. He draws his firearm and shoots at Draeger. Draeger's fall just barely gets him out of the way in time. A stray bullet hits the table, jostling the bomb closer to the edge. Draeger hits the floor and lets loose a burst from the ground. The bullets tear off bits of clothing, but hit the wall behind Nose Ring harmlessly. Outside of the house, Jet, Hez, and Kurt hear gunshots. Hez, what's going on? It seems things have gone south inside. Inside, Nose Ring takes another shot at Draeger, shooting just over Draeger's head. Draeger returns fire, hitting Nose Ring in the abdomen. Nose Ring cringes and opens fire again, hitting Draeger square in the elbows between armor plates. Draeger's been hit pretty bad, guys. I say we go around the sides, try to cover those two exits, and shoot them as, as well as we can as they come out. I don't know if there's a better idea. Let's hit the back entrance. This was supposed to be quiet. Unfortunately, things don't always go as planned. Killing me! I get into position outside the back door, in line to see the man guarding the back. The guard at the back door quickly looks back in the house and runs inside. I see the guard go inside, and I run down to the half wall right outside the exit. I run forward and join Kurt behind the half wall. I follow behind Hez and Kurt, staying low. Hang on, I can help you guys. Just don't freak out on me. Jet comes up behind Kurt, touches him on the shoulder, and stills her mind. Kurt feels and sees a translucent, light blue film surround his body, then fade away. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? I told you not to freak out, I'm helping. This will make you more immune to bullets. I have a feeling you're gonna need it. That feels weird. All right. Inside, Draeger lies in a pool of his own blood. I'm holding down that trigger on that Uzi and hopefully fill him full of lead. Most bullets miss, but a few hit their mark. Nose Ring takes a bullet to the thigh and another to the abdomen. Outside, Kurt stealthily enters the rear entrance. I walk into the door, turn left, and walk to the corner of the room, my eye on another door leading somewhere else. Guys, the room is empty. We should move in. I walk towards the door where I saw Kurt go, and I follow him in, being sure to take whatever cover I can on the way. In the basement, Nose Ring clutches at his bleeding abdomen, pointing his gun at Draeger's head. You want some of this, Slitch? You're dead, traitor. Draeger quickly raises his cyber arm as Nose Ring takes a shot at him. The bullet grazes his arm, ricocheting into the table. The bomb jumps and teeters on the edge. Draeger, if you're okay, take care of that guy and then pretend you're dead. We'll be down soon. But just make sure when you get a chance to put that device on that bomb. You know, let me put on my knitting really quick and try to kill this dude. Who are you talking to? I emptied the clip into this guy. With his strength fading, Draeger loses control of his weapon. Firing a spray of bullets into the ceiling. Above, Kurt and Hez see bullets shoot up through the wooden floor and into the guard who had just come inside to investigate the gunshots. For a moment, he looks like a dancing marionette, howling in pain and surprise. When the bullets stop, he slumps into the ground, moaning. In the main room, the entire gang starts to panic. 
Jet runs in to join Kurt and Hez, drawing her weapon. It sounds like he's not doing so good down there. I think we might lose him. You'd be right. Oh, we gotta do something. I hurry over to the door. I see a guy lying on the ground. And I just take a shot at him. We're getting shot at! They shot the new guy! You guys hear that? I think we better hide. Another shot is heard from the basement. I move behind Kurt in the doorway, positioning myself so that I can see both beyond him and through the other doorway. I ready my gun and train it at the other doorway. Jet reaches up from behind Hez and touches her shoulder. What are you up to back there? I'm going to make you invisible. Good luck with that. With a confused look on her face, Hez seems to fold in on herself, warping at impossible angles and tucking away into nothing. All that remains is an eight-foot-tall shimmer, subtly bending the light around it. I see this happening, and it really creeps me out. I take a look at my hands, or the shimmer that's there where they were. Pretty cool, wizard woman. Oh, this is getting weird. Hez, are you going to go through the doorway? Yeah, I figure with the cover she's given me, I can find some cover and just take a post from there shoot what I see. Okay, we should head for the basement. I'm with you. I sneak through the doorway into the rubble on the left side of the room. From his position, Kurt sees a number of gang members sloppily looking around in confused panic and prostitutes crying on tables in terror. There's a shirtless gang member who looks unarmed, a guy to his side who looks like it's taking all of his willpower to remain standing, and behind him, a rather intimidating warrior wearing a death's head mask reaching for two katanas on his back. We got a lot of pissed off gang members in here. I see at least three. Shirtless guy turns around and starts to quickly stumble outside. Well, one of them took off. We're gonna have to catch him. A previously unseen gang member wearing reflective metal pieces on his jacket and pistol in hand peeks around the corner of the main room and sees the dead gang member on the floor. His eyes widen. I turn to Jet behind me. Keep cover, witch lady. We're gonna need you whole. And then I sprint down to the basement stairs to check on Draeger. Nose ring falls to one knee as blood drips from his blood-stained shirt, his gun trained on Draeger's head. Out of bullets? I win, Draeger. Nosering looks to the basement stairs as he hears loud footsteps descending. Hold on, Draeger! With my last ounce of strength, I leap up over the table to stab the Nosering punk in the chest with my knife. About time. I'm here. I'm here. Sonic Realms needs your support to survive. And the easiest way you can help us is by leaving a review on iTunes. It's free, only takes a couple of minutes, you only have to do it once, and it helps us forever. Game Mastering and Narration by Paul Greenleaf. Draeger is played by Marcus Freeman. Jatangeline is played by Mackenzie Paulus. Kurt is played by Chris Tommaso. Hez is played by Torvald Tempestus. Additional voices by Brian Merlongi. 
Mac Ellis. Editing, arrangement, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening. And the easiest way you can help us is by leaving a review on iTunes. Cat, really? The cat meowed? The cat is meowing. Oh, because she hears you talking. So loud right now. Cat, do you want to support us on iTunes? Can you even, do you even know what an iTunes review is? Meow once for yes.